Hello and welcome to episode number 75 of the Random Thoughts Podcast. That's R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com online. I am your host, Darren O'Neill. And how you doing? This is a weird time in the history of the world. We're dealing with a complete and utter meltdown of the stock market here in the United States and worldwide. We're dealing with oil prices crashing, which normally you know would be a good thing. I don't know if we'll ever see that at the gas pump, but we're dealing with a coronavirus epidemic, as we talked about in our previous episode, that is being overblown by the media. It's serious, no doubt about it, but the news that we're getting on it appears to be skewed in the direction of fear. And fear is definitely happening as of today, which is Monday, March, let's say the 9th, Monday, March 9th, total confirmed cases worldwide, 110,617, total confirmed deaths worldwide, 3831. And uh, again, you compare that to what happens with the flu worldwide, up to 600,000 people dead. You have to start asking yourself the question of why the news media is covering this in a certain way, and it becomes pretty obvious. I mean, we're in an election season now here in the United States, and we know orange man bad, and we know anything that can put a dent into anything he does seems to be celebrated, even if it is worldwide death and destruction. But all I would say is take a deep breath relax don't get too scared and hide under your bed or anything like that take your normal precautions which you should be doing every flu season and if you have anybody in the family that is getting up there in age that is elderly over 65 70 years old with pre-existing health conditions then you definitely want to be a little bit more vigilant to not get exposed to something like this, because this is what we're talking about. It's an illness that for most people under the age of 60 or 65, and even a lot of people over those ages without pre-existing conditions, that if you get this, it's not going to be a big deal. But if you're the one that has a pre-existing condition and gets it, yeah, I get it. I understand. I understand the fear but enough to be crashing the stock market. No, that shouldn't be happening. So that's going to be interesting to watch. I talked to a guy who knows a lot about these things earlier today, and he thinks it's time to buy into the dip because things have gone down at such a fast pace. And a lot of companies, as he pointed out, there's a lot of companies that are getting hit hard that makes sense the travel companies if you're looking at airline stocks or heaven forbid if you're holding a lot of carnival cruise lines or any of these cruise line stocks you're probably in a little bit of trouble on those but it makes sense that some of those stocks are going down because the virus people are scared they're not going out and traveling so your airlines are going to take a hit Also, with this oil prices going down, I mean, that normally would be a good thing, but I think we're going to see demand going down. So uh, 
things are going to kind of equal themselves out there. But when it comes down to taking a cruise, I mean, I don't know anybody in their right mind that wants to go on a Petri dish that is a cruise knowing what could happen. I mean, even before coronavirus broke out, the cruise industry was taking a beating because it seemed like a lot of food poisoning, a lot of other illnesses were going on. And we heard way too many stories about cruises that wound up with a whole lot of the people that were on it being ill. And in this case, when you're not being allowed to port, because all these people are going, hey, I don't want them in my, no, don't let them, they're sick. They got this bad coronavirus. Don't let them back into port. So then you might just be floating out in the water for an extended period of time. I mean, I guess if you're not infected and you have your own boat, if you have a nice big yacht, you might want to get out into the middle of somewhere and avoid this big, bad coronavirus. But those industries, I get it. I get why their stocks are tanking. But things like 3M, I mean, they're selling masks left and right, as my buddy Gene Witch pointed out in the No Agenda Troll slash chat room. I mean, they're selling a lot of stuff, but for some reason, even their stock is down. So there has been a big sell-off due to nothing but fear. Not because you looked at the company and went, well, I can see why I might not want to own Carnival Cruises, but people that are just selling off everything, thinking the stock market's going to crash, and they're selling off companies who are going to actually be making money because of this coronavirus. So I think there's money to be made. I think buying into the dip makes sense if you know what you're doing and you invest in the right companies. And it's going to take a little bit of prodding, I think, for people to realize that this coronavirus is bad, but it's not to the level that people are harping on. So, I mean, take that. I mean, I'm not a doctor. Don't take this as medical advice, but look at the numbers. And watch those. And the numbers that they're using to scare people logically just don't make sense. You have to remember that the United States has a population of 330 million. I don't know if that includes people that are here without a legal status or not, but it doesn't matter. Let's use that 330 million. Even if you take everybody that has been infected with the coronavirus as of today, the reported cases and put them all in the United States instead of China, Italy, worldwide, that's having a run on these, that would still make it a percentage of, let's see, three hundredths of a percent of the population. So you much you have a much better chance of getting hit by a car, dying in a variety of ways than being infected by this. No, that's not to say that it's not coming, but keep things in perspective and ask yourself why things are being reported the way they are. And you have to watch out for the fear because there are some strange rumors going around, some strange myths going around about the coronavirus. And I found this list on Glenn Beck's website. I mean, whether you like Glenn or not, he's been spot on about a lot of stuff in the past, but he links to a list from the World Health Organization's website debunking coronavirus myths. So this is the kind of stuff you're going to find if you go to the World Health Organization's website 
their myth busting page. It's making me wish the Mythbusters TV show was back. But here's a sampling. No, eating raw garlic will not prevent coronavirus infection. So I don't know who thought garlic was going to prevent the coronavirus. Obviously, some people, because the World Health Organization is telling us that's a myth. No, taking a really hot bath will not prevent infection or kill coronavirus. You know, that's not really true. I mean, if you take somebody with coronavirus and you put them in some water that's like 200 and something degrees, eventually you'll probably kill off the coronavirus. I mean, you'll kill the person. So maybe that'll just take care of the rest. I don't know where the virus is going to jump from there if it can. But yeah, I mean, a really hot bath. I mean, define World Health Organization. What you mean is a really hot bath. Likewise, cold and snow are not cold enough to kill coronavirus. Did uh, I guess some people think so. I mean, we're dealing with, I guess, a society now that logic and reason are dead, which is why something like this is spreading the amount of fear that it is. Because obviously some people think taking a hot bath or maybe some snow would just wipe this coronavirus out why didn't anybody else think of that we just have to put everybody in a fridge coronavirus cannot be spread by mosquito bites so i mean the mosquitoes they're cleared in this particular virus so don't be worried about mosquitoes i mean i'm not here in chicago yet no hand dryers and hair dryers do not get hot enough to kill coronavirus and i'm not really sure how people thought they would again if you can put your hands right underneath it or your head right underneath it, pretty sure it's not going to kill viruses. But again, we're living in a world where people are just stupid. No, spraying your body with alcohol, bleach, or hand sanitizer will not kill coronavirus already in your body. Okay, who thought that was going to work? I want to know. I mean, just take a bath in vodka and everything inside of you will get better. I don't understand that people would think that spraying your body with alcohol or bleach. I mean, do not spray bleach on your body, folks. Hand sanitizer. I mean, a little less dangerous, but uh, they're not going to do anything. I mean, if you got the virus on the outside, if it's sitting on your skin, then the hand sanitizer may help you. I'm not even completely convinced that that stuff is anywhere near 100% able to take care of stuff like this. But who really thought like taking a bath in the alcohol or bleach? I mean, do not take a bath in bleach. It won't keep you safe from the coronavirus. No, regularly rinsing your nose with saline will not prevent coronavirus infection. If anything, it would probably make you more susceptible to it. And I've seen some people that do these things all the time. And if you're going to do the saline rinses and stuff like that, make sure you know how to sanitize the instrument you're using because you could just be putting some really bad things into your system instead of trying to keep yourself safe. But also, this one, I believe, 
was my favorite just because I'm thinking this was some dude who thought of this and went out into the wild and was trying this. And it's genius in a way, because as we've been talking about, a lot of really dumb people are living in the world today. And this from the World Health Organization. No, having sex with someone who has had COVID-19 and has recovered will not prevent you from getting the coronavirus, coronavirus infection. I mean, how much genius is that? I can just see a guy out at the bar like, hey, baby, you have coronavirus yet? No, I have. You want, you want to be safe? You want to make sure you never get it? I've got a way. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. Somebody fell for it. You know somebody's fallen for that. That's the sad, scary, and funny thing about this all at the same time that we have the World Health Organization posting that having sex with someone who has had the virus and has recovered will not keep you from having the virus. But dude, whoever came up with that, kudos. And if it got you laid, I mean, hell, why not? Better, <laughs> better out doing that than worrying about coronavirus. And uh, yeah, it's genius. It's genius, but don't fall for it. It's not going to keep you safe. Having sex with somebody will not keep you safe from the coronavirus. It may get you an STD, which also, oddly enough, will not keep you from getting the coronavirus. And the last thing on the list here from the World Health Organization. No, pets cannot get sick from coronavirus. Note, study from Japan did indicate dogs can be carriers of the virus, unknown if they can pass it to humans. I don't know if I buy that. I don't want to go all crackpot on you. There's a lot of people on the No Agenda stream that'll do that for you. But we talked about last episode how one of the places in Israel working on a vaccine for poultry that was being infected by a coronavirus. I would never say never can they infect people. And if they can be carriers, okay, maybe they can't get sick. I, now, just imagine the fear on that one. The whole, yeah, you know what? Your dog, yeah, your dog can't get sick. But you know what? If your dog goes out and gets coronavirus, he can bring it back to you. I mean, he won't get sick, but then you might die. Dogs, I mean, be very careful. I mean, I'm sure there's a market somewhere going back to the investing. I mean, are there masks for dogs? I mean, what can we do to make our dogs more safe so they can't get coronavirus to then pass it along to us? There's money making opportunities to be had here, I think. And it all comes down to just letting a little bit of sanity and a little bit of reason into your mind. While you're perusing all the news sites or watching the daily news and hearing a bunch of talking heads screaming about the sky falling, try to go to sources that know what they're talking about. As we talked about in the last episode, again, Dr. Fauci, I think his name is, I always butcher it. Uh, but I've also seen Dr. Oz talking about the same kind of things. Dr. Drew, I mean, I know they're the popular doctors and maybe they're not the disease specialists but they are doctors and they are urging calm in a world where people are just going nuts so that's the coronavirus report i mean we weren't really planning on doing a whole coronavirus report but there's just too much good news going on around it and by good i mean bad overblown crazy stuff i mean the world health organization's telling you 
that having sex with somebody who's had the virus and gotten better won't keep you from getting the virus. They thought this was important to post. I mean, I would hope they would be doing more important things, but thanks for pointing out the obvious. This is episode number 75 of the Random Thoughts podcast, so it kind of feels like a milestone. I mean, we're edging towards 100. And I look just quickly every now and then when I'm doing an episode that seems to be a big number. I'm like, well, 75, what can we attach to the number 75? What can we talk about? A little quip just to throw in with the episode number. And I learned something that I did not know. And I think our neighbors to the north in Canada may be doing something better than we are here in the United States. And that is, you cannot be a senator in Canada once you pass the age of 75. And I know you're going to yell at me. You're going to tell me I'm ageist. And, and maybe I am in this case. And it's not because I don't think people that are over 75 can be functioning, intelligent members of a society. It's the exact opposite of that. But when you hit that age, you start becoming at risk for a whole lot of other things. Joe Biden, I mean, people are questioning his sanity and his mental health as he's out on the campaign trail making gaff after gaff. And Joe is up there in age. That Trump is up there too, but he seems sharp as a tack. So there are differences. I get it. But with this thing in Canada where you can't be a senator past the age of 75, what it tells me is that you can't be a lifelong politician. And maybe Trump is the guy that is not falling into this. So it is the, instead of proving the rule, what do they always say? The exception that proves the rule. Here's a guy that got in to politics later in life. And maybe there's an exception for people like that who want to come in and, and serve a term. But overall, most of these, and there was a list on Wikipedia, which just shows you how bad Wikipedia is. They were still listing on the list of senators over the age of 75. Well, it was just senators by age in the United States. They were still listing Harry Reid, who's not in office any longer. And they were still listing John McCain, who's dead. So always double check your homework. If you're going to Wikipedia, kids, don't be doing those school reports and believing that the people that post things on the free websites that can be edited by anybody are necessarily accurate. But you look along with that list is the length of time that the senators in the United States have been in office. And that is probably a more concerning thing to me. Diane Feinstein, for instance, in office 27 years in 119 days, and she's currently 86 years, 260 days old. These are the kind of things, and that she's not in office anywhere near the longest length. Orrin Hatch, for instance, was in office 43 years, 65 days. He's still around, Orrin. I haven't seen him in a while. In fact, he is. And doing a little search here, by the length of term, the two longest serving members of the U.S. Senate. Number one, Patrick Leahy of Vermont has been in office 45 years in 65 days. Orrin Hatch is number two, and he is the Republican out of Utah, 43 years, 65 days. 
I mean, we thank you for your service, guys, but I think there comes a time where we need a little churn. We need to bring new people in. And when things like this coronavirus hit, it's interesting, you know, the old, and it's usually the young, although the young still aren't getting hit by the coronavirus, which makes me want to go conspiracy theory and be like, this was to get rid of the boomers. But we're not going to go that route yet. But we will say, when you have a virus that is now being warned that people over the age of you know 65 or 70 should start being a little bit more worried and we got all these guys and ladies and whatever in between don't want to miss gender in office it worries me a bit and i also know from dealing with people once they get over a certain age i mean you start slowing down a little bit and i don't know if we want people in the senate especially past the age of 80. So it's something to think about. Maybe Canada is doing something right there. Congratulations. Also, congratulations on a completely different note to our Canadian brother. Although the Canadians will say he's not really Canadian because he's from Quebec, but Sir Mathieu, who just launched his brand new podcast this week, it is mapswithmat.com. It is a cartography podcast, and I know what you're asking yourself. Carts? What are carts? What is the cartography thing? It's not studying like the old cool video game cartridges. I mean, that would be cool. Can you do a podcast about that, Sir Matthew? His name's Matthew Healy. For those of you who aren't in the no agenda sphere, which I know a lot of my listeners are, but I don't want to assume everybody is, when you donate to the no agenda show, you get ranks after a thousand dollars in total donations and when you get a thousand dollars you become a knight and thus sir matthew is his nickname his name's matthew healy he's a cartographer he's a map maker from quebec and he does a brand new podcast and it's really cool even if you don't like maps or anything like that he has the french accent that the ladies will just love and even for guys, you'll just sit there and you'll be like, oh, this, this is very soothing. And you can learn a little bit about maps. But Canada, you may be doing something right here, and we will give you credit for that. A lot of things still suck up there, but I will give them maple syrup and Sir Mathieu. Those are two things that I dig from Canada. But the Canadian whiskey, not so good. I'm going to stick with the Irish whiskey there. And that also will not kill the coronavirus. But if you get it, it would probably make the experience a little bit better. I don't know. St. Patrick's Day is coming up. So we do have a corned beef brisket ready to be made. Do have a case of Guinness and some Irish whiskey. So, I mean, I'm set. If I need to hunker in, shut off the whole outside world, you better get the basics. And for me, that's pretty much it. And at least we have the internet so we can communicate and I can talk to you and you can talk to me. And you could reach out a variety of different ways. Darren at randomthoughts.com, D A R R E N at random, R E N D U M B thoughts.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter at random podcast, R E N D U M B podcast, or my personal account, Darren O'Neill, D A R R E N O N E I L L. And we do work on the value for value model. So, I mean, if you have a lot of money in stocks and they're all crashing, pull some of that money out and send it to me, and you're guaranteed to get value back from your donation. You get 
to give some money this way, some value, and then I get to talk in your ear holes, hopefully making sense and bringing a little bit of sanity or at least a little bit of entertainment to your life. You can go to randomthoughts.com and click the subscribe button there. And I think I will go along and start adding stuff to the Patreon page. If you're on Patreon already and that's an easier way for you to donate, you can do that at patreon.com slash random thoughts. And if you can turn a friend or two onto the show, this is all grassroots. And I love hearing from everybody that you're digging the shows and we're growing slowly, kind of like the coronavirus. We're just slowly eking along, but spreading random thoughts, hopefully healthier than spreading the coronavirus. Although that's not in the Mueller report and that is not FDA approved or any of that stuff. The World Health Organization would probably tell you that listening to random thoughts does not make you immune to the coronavirus. But I said that's not proven yet. I think maybe it does. I mean, nobody listening, as far as I know, has gotten the coronavirus yet. So maybe, just maybe, the best thing you can do for your health is listening to the Random Thoughts podcast. I only said that with a somewhat straight face, but we appreciate everybody listening. Subscribe, donate, all that other good stuff. And we look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, seriously, take a deep breath, relax, bring a little sanity to the world, and do the basic things to be safe, but enjoy your life, keep on living. And until next week, I am Darren O'Neill. Thanks for listening.